Philippians chapter 1 and verse number 21. I've asked some of my friends from Geico to help me this morning. I'm not getting anything from them because I'm a state farms man, but uh, but I want to read Philippians 1, 21. Then I'm going to ask my friends to help introduce my message this morning. I'm reading from the King James Version, whatever translation you have. Let's read this one verse out loud together. Philippians chapter 1 and verse number 21. All right, let's read. For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. One more time. For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. One for the Holy Spirit, all right? For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Amen. 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 I want fellows from Geico, if you come now and and uh, amen, amen, if they come now. That's a win-win. <laughs> amen. And then I want to talk about a win-win situation, amen, amen. You may be seated, a win-win, and then you can go little sassy with it, a win-win situation. Amen. 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 Uh, this past week, uh, I was visiting one of our members in the hospital who has a very serious heart condition. And, and she was extremely fearful over the prognosis and the potential of what she was facing. And in the times of trouble, Satan can get us to question our faith. As long as you all fat, fine, and fluffy, and the Patriots and the Rams are playing in the Super Bowl, you know, you, you know, it may not be too bad. But now if you are sick, unemployed, and a Saints fan, okay, no, I mean, I mean you, you, when, when things happen, seem like there's no call, it can cause us to question our faith. And she in the hospital last week and I had to tell her before the spirit just prompted me to say this and then the Lord said well say it to the church again on Sunday morning I had to tell her that you are in as a believer a win win situation amen amen amen, amen. as a believer amen uh, you see what's happening to so many Christians 
And so many Christians now are living in more fear and anxiety than sinners. That's why some of our pews are empty. It's not because some people are not saved. They have taken their eyes off Jesus. And they have become so enveloped in their circumstances that they fail to look at the Christ of their circumstances. And they become cold and brittle. And the devil wins whenever we stop praising God. 2 Timothy 1.7, Paul said, For God have not given us the spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. The, the idea of winning, Vince Lombardi said, winners never quit and quitters never win. Lombardi also said, win is not everything, it is the only thing. And winning is what attracted me to the Christian religion. Before I got saved, I dabbled in a, a Judy, uh, not Judaism, but Muslim faith. I dabbled in Buddhism and Zoroasterism and Hinduism and Taoism and some other ism. But what drew me to the Christian faith is their emphasis upon victory. Amen. And being an ex-athlete, any athletes in here this morning, anybody else that used to play ball, man playing ball, I never like to lose, amen. And I still don't like losing now. But the only thing I can play now is a good game of Uno. And, and, and I'm, and I be figuring out way how I can win. And don't like to lose. And that what drove me and drew me to the Christian faith was its victory upon winning. Well, bless his name. Amen. 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 Paul, when Paul wrote this, because it's an attitudinal thing. When Paul wrote Philippians, he was in a Roman jail waiting on execution. But the theme is joy. And a whole lot of saints, if you happy, you ought to tell your face about it. Because some of y'all look like y'all the cruise directors for the Titanic. Amen. If you are saved, <laughs> you are in a win win situation I don't care what you bring up I'm sick so what I'm unemployed so what I'm divorced so what I'm black so what I'm broke so what if you are saved you are in a win win situation well, first of all, here we have to surrender to Christ. That's what Paul talking about. Our attitude is an attitude of gratitude once you are saved. Paul was saved on Damascus Road. Acts chapter 1, Acts chapter 9, verses 1 through 16. See, that's the key. A lot of people have never been saved. Now, there are some folk had a liver quiver. Oh, but my mama, hey, wake up. Okay, that's not salvation. There are some folk who fell out, and that's not salvation. 
You are saved when you ask Jesus Christ, when you repent of your sins and ask Jesus Christ to come into your heart, you are saved. Do you remember when you accepted Christ? Amen. Do you remember? When you, a lot of people, because see again, you're not saved because mama took you to church. You're not saved because you a member joined a church. Uh, you all know my story. I was a member of four different denominational churches, Baptist, Methodist, Church of God in Christ, and Church of the Living God, and lost in all of them. Because going to church, being a member of a church will not save you. I didn't smoke, I didn't drink, amen. Didn't smoke no cigarettes, didn't smoke no marijuana, but I was still lost. <laughs> Sung in the choir. Kept my choir robe in the trunk of my car. So just in case on Saturday night I don't make it home, I go straight from the club to the church. And then they play my song. I was sending up my timber. Lost. Somebody say lost. But the second son in August 1972, about 3 o'clock p.m. at the Old Parkview Missionary Baptist Church on Washington Street at that time in Longview, I received Christ as my Savior. Amen. And that's why you got to start asking some of these folks. Some of these folks raised in hell because they got hell in them. Some of these people living the way they living because they are not saved. And I don't know who's saved. I don't know. See, I got out of judging business a long time ago. The only person I know for sure saved is me. Amen. Because anybody can shake it and fake it. Anybody can look holy. Anybody can go to church and don't say nothing. But when you meet him for yourself, when you surrender all to him and receive Christ as your savior, you become a child of God. Jesus said in Matthew, he said, let this cup pass from me. But if not, let not my will, but thine will be done. Isaiah said, if the Lord needs somebody, here am I. See me. That's why some people are struggling because they never gave their life to Christ. Amen. And to be saved doesn't mean you're perfect. It means you've been forgiven. And that's why as you grow as a disciple, you get your eyes off people and look to Jesus. Because people will turn you off. When you, when you come to church looking at folk, let me tell you what. Because you see some of us, hey, because you see some of us on Facebook, and I'm still telling, I'm also the pastor of Facebook. Stop posting your drinking stuff on Facebook. Stop. I don't want to see you out there drinking. And if you're saved, tell your Facebook page, post it. Because when you come to Christ, you surrender all to him. 
First of all, you'll win when you surrender to him. I know when I got saved. You got to know when you got saved. Then, then secondly, not only is, is there surrender, there is the deliverance of Christ. To everybody who's saved, death now becomes uh, a transportation from time into eternity. For the believer, death now becomes no longer the dreaded enemy. But death now becomes the transportation from time to eternity. Um, uh, Psalm 116, 15 says, Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Dietrich Bonhoeffer said that whenever God calls a man to follow him, he bids him to come and die. And for the believer, death is no longer the threat that it used to be. That was the thing that used to bother me before I got saved. Man, was uh, dying a sinner. <laughs> they used to bother me in the clubs. And while I'm trying to get my freak on, the spirit is speaking. Say, hey, what you going to do if you die tonight, buddy? That that you know, <laughs> death, death to 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 the to the unsaved. You got a serious problem with death, and to the unsaved, if you can drink from Ponce de Leon Fountain of Youth, try to get it, because you need to live as long as you can. To the unsaved, death is not a graduation. To the unsaved, death is damnation. Wow. And that's why we keep trying to talk to people about getting saved. Listen, it's not funny. If you're a sinner, it's not funny. If you're lost, it's not funny. That's why we keep preaching. That's why part of our worship is to uh, regenerate the believers, but also reach for the sinners. Because every man and woman is one heartbeat away from eternity. And without Christ, you will live all of eternity in hell. Now you can get out of here when you want to. And now we all going to be leaving shortly. There are exit signs. But if you get in hell, there's no exit sign. I mean, you can leave if you want to. There are people, some people say, I to leave early. I got to go to work. And then we all going to leave in a little while. I got to come back here at 4 o'clock. We all got But let me tell you what. If you wake up in hell, there aren't any exit signs in hell. There will not be the choir singing in hell. And for sure enough, there won't be Sister Campbell playing the violin in hell. And you can rest assured B.W. McClendon will not be preaching in hell. That's why if you are not saved, death is no gain for you. That's why this year we are fasting and praying. We are fasting and praying to give us the courage and the power to witness to the lost. Can't make nobody get saved. Y'all know, y'all heard me say it before, if I can make people get saved, I get me a shotgun. Amen. And throughout the week, I'd be on this corner. Then I'd try to get everybody saved. Every time they drive up, I 
put that double barrel alt six, whatever it is, on them. Hey, are you saved? Huh? No, get saved. You better get saved. Okay. Then I leave and I come by your house. <laughs> then I go to the legislature. They meeting down there. And I go in there and go through security with my guns. You say? Because see, some of y'all, the devil told you it's a joke. It's no joke. You are dying every day. If you don't think you're dying, jump up real fast. Amen. 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 All right. Amen. If you don't think you are dying, go, amen. Just jump up real fast and start walking. Amen. We, 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 and to those who are lost, death is not a game. That's what Paul said. For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. And yes, you are going to die. I could just drop the mic now and leave. Amen. Yes, you, buddy, who's trying to ignore the Holy Spirit. Yes, you, sister, with your weave on. Yes, you. I don't care how young you feel. I don't care how you try to drop it like it hot, back it up. You are dying too. And death for sinners will not be a win. That's why we try to do all we can to bring somebody over on the Lord's side. Not only we, we gain eternal life. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We gain, we gain a glorious home. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go prepare a place for you, I will come again. Sheave you unto myself. That where I am, there ye may be also. And then not only is the, 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 what you gain is the celebration in Christ. You see, we don't shout and praise God because Everything is fine. No, 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 no. You got the wrong misconception of what it means to be saved. Stay away from these naming and claiming folk. I don't, I don't care how saved you are in this life, you're going to have some persecution. Job said in Job 14 and 1, man that is born of a woman of a few days, full of trouble. But you see, we sing not because we are rich. We sing not because we have it all together, but we sing because we are saved. <laughs> and that's part of the celebration in Christ. You see, I don't know what happened to the church. I don't know what happened to us. But somebody told us that it's undignified to praise God. And so consequently now, a whole lot of saints are losing the joy of knowing Jesus because they've taken their eyes off the Lord. But let me tell you what, what I learned from, from sports, that's what uh, drew me. Uh, sports is the emphasis 
own winning. Whenever we won, there was no pity party. But whenever we won a game this evening, if you watch the Super Bowl, whoever wins, whether it's the Patriots or the Rams, there will be a celebration. You're going to see grown men jumping on each other. You're going to see grown, big, heavy football players high-fiving each other. They're going to be hugging each other. And if the Patriots win, you will see Tom Brady and Bill Belichick probably saying to each other, I love you, man, and I love you, man, because of celebration. Well, that's why I, as a believer, every day is a celebratory day. That's why, as a believer, we are in a win-win situation. Because when the ball was kicked off in Genesis chapter 3, Adam fumbled the football. He got the football and God had told him, don't eat from the wrong tree. But Eve, thank God for Eve, Eve gave him some fruit and Adam ate and he fumbled the football. Come here, Abraham. Abraham fumbled the football down in Egypt. He lied and told Pharaoh that Sarah was his half-sister. And he was telling a half-truth. You see, half-truth is a lie. And so Abraham uh, fumbled the football. Come here, David. David was a man after God's own heart. But oh, David fumbled the football. And I'm not too hard on David. I can understand a man fumbling the football with a good looking woman. And so David up on his back and instead of being out in the field, David was walking around and, and there was Bathsheba. Uh-huh. Before there was Victoria's Secret, there was Bathsheba. And, and David took one look and he said, I need... Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Bring her by my house. Yes, sir. And you read the story. Uh, David fumbled the football. Uh, game almost over. Uh, God gave us a promise. Uh, who is going to help us cross uh, the finish line? Uh, the game is almost over. Men and women dying uh, without Jesus. Uh, Who's going to help us uh, cross the football line? They couldn't use McClendon uh, because he was messed up. Uh, couldn't use Clement, uh, McGowan, or Odoms. Uh, but who could he use? Uh, and there he come uh, 
spoken through 42 generations. Jesus took the ball. Jesus, they lied on him, spat on him, put a crown of thorn on his head. But Jesus, he died on a rugged crown buried in a bar or tomb but the reason why we are in a win-win situation the devil said I got him can you hold him grave and the grave said if you kill him I'll hold him I have Nero I have Mussolini I got Hitler I got Bonhoeffer if you kill him I'll hold him and Jesus died but the reason why is celebration we are in a win-win situation is that early Sunday morning early Sunday morning early Sunday morning he rose and when he rose he broke the plane of salvation and now we are free somebody say yeah 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 I'm in a win-win yeah situation this is our sign victory hey hey whatever I'm going through I'm already a winner because I'm in Jesus ain't he alright won't he rock you when you're weary ain't he 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 alright oh yeah I know he's alright I'm in a win win situation and I don't have to wait till the battle is over every now and then you just ought to shout thank you for saving me oh, thank you for making a way oh, thank you for being God in a win-win. If you put two V's together, you got a W. Win. Win. Tell somebody, you ain't got to speak to me. I'm still in a win-win situation. Yeah. I am a winner in Christ. Go ahead and declare it. Thank you, Judah. He's Lord over my life. Thank you, Mass Choir. I say yes.
because I'm a winner. And if you want to move from the losing team, Jesus is the answer. And every Sunday we give people a chance to move from loserville to winnerville. Move from the devil's side to the Lord's side. Every day won't be Sunday, but I'm a winner. Not because I was a bad basketball player. Yes, they used to call my name. Yes, I played four-year college ball. Yes, played semi-pro ball. Yes, but that's not why I'm a winner. Yes, I married the most beautiful woman in the world. She gave me the most beautiful five children. But that's not why I'm a winner. Yes, I'm the pastor of the St. James Baptist Church. Yes, but that's not why I am a, I'm a winner. Because I received Christ as my Savior. Hallelujah.